Okay, sweet friends, sit back and get ready. I'm so excited to welcome Sarah Yost. Um, She is a master certified coach with the Life Coach School and has trained with Martha, Martha Beck, and it shows. She is incredible, and I know you will get so much out of this episode. Um, it is not an episode that you will listen to um, with your kids in the car. Wait, we're not. No one's driving, so put it on your put on your headphones while the kids are going crazy and enjoy. You can find Sarah information about um, Sarah's coaching practice at Sarah Yost, and it's Sarah with an H and then Y-O-S-T.com. I know you will enjoy this, and I know you need to hear this. So without further ado, help me welcome Sarah to the podcast. Thanks so much. I am so excited, Sarah Yost. We're here talking about all the things, surviving a crisis, thriving oh. during a crisis, right? Yes. Sarah, you are a dear soul to me, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Here we go. Here we go. So I'm going to just start asking you random questions. I mean, not random. They're on topic, right? They don't have to be on topic. <laughs> We could just like, hey, what's your favorite? Yeah, go. Okay, so tell me about what life is looking like for you now during the corona and what your family is doing in response. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. During the corona? I should have like the corona and just hold it up. Except I'm constantly thinking, my Sharona. Oh, that is exactly, that's the, that's what goes through my head. Well, that's so much better than we're all going to die. Right. That is anything that's not that that's going through your head. I'm for, I'm here for. Well, and you know, I, did I send you the video of Theo singing coronavirus, coronavirus, and over and over, that's all he would sing. So that too is another offering to the community. So much. So much. Okay. So tell me about right now. Okay. So here's what we have is. I have two kids, nine and 13. They're completely 24 seven with me. In fact, excuse me just a moment. Please be quiet. This is real. Like I said, there's a nine-year-old in the other room whispering songs to himself. I, so here's what happened is this is my station for talking on video. This is where I do it. I have a desk set up, it's everything. It's also, there's also a television in here. And so I had to kick him out because now I'm going to be working. So he's going to have to find something else to do. We're just really having to work together. So my situation, nine and 13, they're with me 24 seven. Their dad is still working and doing some things in the community. And he lives with a number of guys. And so right now the kids aren't going to go over there. We're not we're not sharing custody. And so no people in, no people out. And I'm like the agent of our family. My mother lives next door. She's self-quarantined after an international trip. And it's you. It's you, sister. You got this. Last night we took a walk to Walgreens to get some red boxes. And I went in to get some snacks for the kids. And I'm like, if anybody comes near you, stay away. Don't talk to anyone. Don't touch anybody. Don't touch anything. Don't move. Right. I'll be back. 
Right. And scream social distancing at the top of your lungs. And they're like, okay. Like they <laughs> want to talk to any strangers at Walgreens anyway, but right. I'm like, but still so, you were setting the stage, just putting the container around <laughs> the expectations, right? Stranger danger, germ danger. <laughs> Don't. We've taken the stranger. Da- what are kids who are like, little ones going to think right now like theo's probably like so i can't talk to people nor don't breathe on them don't lick them don't touch anything no booping no booping (laughs) that is as i touch my own nose so and what are your kids thinking during all of this like are they they're they're rolling with the punches what does it look like at your house i mean they're pretty chill right now so we're really fortunate because there's a couple reasons we're really fortunate. One, I have been working virtually for 10 years. I'm really, I haven't been working virtually with children at home, although they've been in and out. I've fig, I've had to figure it out a lot of times, but they're not, it's not news to them to work around me and figure it out. So we've done that before. And um, what was I talking about? How fortunate we are? Yeah, so I'm used to this. And they were already on spring break. So people in the Wichita public school system, like you guys are all in the same situation. I know other people outside of Wichita are seeing this. So we were already planning to just sort of hunker down and have extra screen time. I think in a week or two, like it's going to change, but for now it's kind of okay. Yes. Exactly. And I want, I'm wondering if you could speak to the moms out there whose brains might be going in overdrive, right? Because I hear from my friends, they're checking the news and they don't want to check it as much. And, or, oh my gosh. you know, some people that I'm working with that are in California and that are in self corn. I mean, like, what is it? Shelter in place by order of the governor. And so, like, right. Like, they're going to be shot if you leave your front door. Right. So what, how can you give us some, maybe some tools? Yeah. So first of all, first of all, like you need to understand that any panic, any terror, any fear, any edginess that you're feeling, A, you're not alone. Right. B, you're creating it. So what is always true hundred percent of the time is we have a set of circumstances that we respond to. We tell a story about, and I want to be really careful that you don't use what I'm about to say against yourself, that you don't go, well, I'm creating my anxiety. Therefore there's something wrong with me. That's not what I'm saying. Oh. But I am saying that you're creating your anxiety yes. and it's much more difficult to manage that right now because of so much stimulus, so much input, and so many people who agree that we should be fucking terrified. Right. You don't have to be. It's okay that you are, but you don't have to be. Mm -hmm. And so be really careful what you're telling yourself. You don't have to create, like, here are some things that I know people are telling themselves, and maybe maybe you guys are too. The money's not coming in. We're going to die. My husband doesn't care as much as I do. Um, a lot of people are dealing with mismatched levels of caution. Yes. And, and then it's like, you have no control over your, your partner because they're not do, they're not being as careful as you. So be careful that you're not extrapolating and making that mean that they don't care about you. They don't care. It's all on your shoulders. You're all on your own. I mean, these are all things that people are telling themselves, 
And then the other thing that I want to, I'm just sort of like saying a bunch of shit. Oh, you, can, no. you can rein me in. I know that's not your strongest suit, but you can rein <laughs> me in if you need But I could. No, go. <laughs> go. The other thing is that I want you guys to understand is whatever your, the way that you're reacting to this, whatever stress you're having is the same stress you had two weeks ago to external circumstances. So you might think that in a few months when Corona has passed or suppressed or whatever, whenever the fuck it changes, that you're going to feel better. You're still going to be pissed because your husband's not doing what you want him to. Absolutely. This won't be able to blame it on coronavirus. Right. Let's, let's be clear. But that's the truth. Well, and I, really? in my interviews, like people are upset with, um, or just my friends, they're upset with, let's say, their grandparents for not social distancing. Can we discuss their, what the fuck are they doing at Costco? My dad is over oh. 70. And, I, and he's like sending me pictures from Costco. I'm like, why are you there? <laughs> You know, we had, I had this real conversation. So, I, you get it. I was like, you are over 80. You are over 80. You, I'm not elderly. I'm fine. I'm in good health. That's what we, we've heard. So it's shocking to me how we all process. I saw a meme, Sarah, that I should have sent to you now that I know your dad's at Costco living his best life. <laughs> a, um, it was a, like a, and a, middle-aged person telling their older parent, like, you need to stay inside. And who knew that the, the tables would be turned. We're back to our teenage years, except in reverse. And they don't listen to us. No, no, they don't. So what does this say? Like, we always talk about the only thing you can control is you and how you react. Because yeah. no, your, your parents, your spouse your kids no one is in it in your like no one's doing not, it right right let me just let's agree even those of us that like pretty much agree have little variances yeah. like do you know how many times i've been to dylan's this week maybe more than you you might judge me you know what i'm saying like it and but, how, yes we've talked about this how you allow yourself grace and compassion and kindness and you have to do that before you give it to others, right? Like, yeah. And that's one of the most important things that I want you guys to think about is how your behavior affects the people around you. Now, I'm going to be the first one to tell you, you can't control people, but I'm also going to be the first one to tell you that you do have some influence over people in the calmer you are, the better you lead and the less you want to change them, judge them or shame them the more likely they are to do what you want. So let's be real practical and say, if you want motherfuckers to listen, can I say motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, go, go, go. Okay. Go, go if home. you want the motherfuckers to listen yeah. to you, quit telling them they're wrong. Nobody listens to that. No, no. And when we think about parenting, for example, what we, we are setting the store, we are setting the stage for these kids. hundred percent. Of this, they're looking to us. Yeah. Should I be afraid? Is it okay? Right. Should I be afraid? Is it okay? So last night, so let me tell you a real story. Let me. So this, we're talking on a Friday. Yeah. On Thursday is my long day. I'm always tired in the evening, and then kids have an extra appointment in the evening. It's always a tough day for me, and I'm a little short-tempered by the yeah. time I'm doing the kids. 
Yes. And I, I know that, and I try to make, that's when we have fast food is on Thursdays, things like that. Yes. You know? And um, so yesterday was even more pressure because I was on the phone all day. My kids were without my attention all day. Mm-hmm. And then I had two elderly, yes, I said it elderly, family members who needed my help because they can't take care of themselves right now. Thank God they're not at Costco. Right. They, so yeah. they need me to, so on the phone all day long, not taking care of my kids, helping the elderly family members, not taking care of my kids. And then it's like 730 and I have literally like been on holding space yeah. for other people all day, which is actually my best, but I have a limit. And then we go to Walgreens and we, you and I talked about this before the video started, my, you know, I'm like, don't touch anybody. Don't breathe on anybody. Don't talk to anybody. I'm going in that store. Don't you touch anybody. Right. So we, we looked at the red, don't touch your face. We looked at the red box, you know? And so, and then my son, who's nine, he's a little crazy always. And then he's like jumping around. He's not answering my question. So out of nowhere, I screech at it. Yes. And then my daughter is like, mom. So was this due to coronavirus? I mean, kind of like there were more stressors than usual. Yes. But let's be clear. Mm -hmm. There have been other Thursdays where my son wasn't answering my damn question and I screeched at him and my daughter screeched at me for screeching at him unreasonably. Uh, This this is not a new occurrence. A new, right, a new behavioral pattern, right? Like this, this. God, but it's worse yes. because of the stress. It's exacerbated. It hard, it's exacerbated. Thank you. It's much more difficult to manage. Yes. And who's responsible for my response? My kid or me? Or coronavirus. Or let's, but so often we want to blame external, right? Totally. That's so much easier. That's totally because when you feel powerless, you feel like a victim, and a victim needs a villain. Oh. And you might make it your, you, I'm my own villain. You could beat yourself up. You might blame your kids. You might make but a million people to blame right. right now. Fucking stop it. Right. Exactly. Well, and it's so interesting what we're doing as mothers. And the reason I wanted to offer these videos to the, the peoples, because we are like internalizing the damn charts, the color-coded COVID schedule charts of what it should mean for us and what we should be doing. If other people are doing something, then we should be. And I just want acceptance and support and a community around all of us, right? Yes. Let me, here's, I want to confess. I'm not doing, like, who are all these people doing extra shit with their extra time at home? I don't have any extra time. I mean, I kind of, because I don't have, I'm not driving. Right. My kids need me and like see me and like, yes, I can't be like working all day and then be like, sorry, I have to go do a craft. (laughs) I'm not. Oh, but don't forget that I was going to start organizing my house. I thought this was my time. (laughs) This is it. I am suddenly going to whip my house into shape with the magic fairy that will arrive and I've never been able to do it before but now that I'm under incredible stress and my children are with me constantly everything will be different absolutely 
Exactly. It's a it. Right. Just stop it. We need t-shirts that are like, just stop it. Be kind to yourself. Please, like, don't expect too much. No. Whatever you do, like, it's fine. Like, lay in front of the TV and space out. Like, eat extra junk food. Like, whatever you need to do. Yes. Like, I think all of these things will have a consequence and will make it more difficult for you. I mean, to be clear, like, when you're not taking physical care of yourself, but meet yourself where you are. Yes. Oh, yep. I'm ready. This will, yeah. So I think this will run its course, you know. Well, it, it, we know it will. Like, this is temporary. And I think that when we are able to recognize that the circumstances are always temporary. Yeah. But we aren't. We bring ourselves to every circumstance. Yes. Yes. And so allowing us, and, and to feel the feelings. You have to feel the feelings. If you don't, I know this from personal experience, I'm just talking here, you really, to feel those feelings is so necessary in the process of change. So necessary. And then here's the other thing that I know, like I'm very pragmatic, right? Like I gave you advice on how to get people to do what you want. Like quit telling them they're wrong for not doing what you want. Okay. That's pragmatic. It is. And most life coaches are going to be like, you can't control the world. I'm like, you can't, but you can like get closer. The way to do it is like, <laughs> lead them better. Anyway, right. yes. what was I saying? Oh, a much, you know, here's one of the things that we know about anxiety and depression. And right now there's extra anxiety and extra depression, particularly if you're, if you're prone to that. And if you're right. somebody, some people, here's the thing that's happening is, some people have led like really good lives and haven't had extra depression and anxiety and they don't know what it's like to live with this. I happen to be a pro. Not everyone is, which is, it's good for them, but this is kind of a surprise. Like they don't yes. know what it's, they don't have experience with things being very uncertain or not knowing how to handle stuff. They don't, a lot of people don't know. And so they're having unprecedented levels of anxiety and depression. One of the things that we know about dealing with anxiety and depression is um, when you have emotions that haven't been felt, it creates just general anxiety and general depression. And if you feel like you can't manage your way out of it, maybe you've limited your input, you're not on Facebook 78 times a day, only like 22, like you've done the things, right, yeah. that we know to do, and you're still really generally anxious or generally depressed, yeah. one of the things that is really, really helpful is just to feel unfelt feelings. That sounds um, a little bit esoteric, and all I mean is there are pent up emotions in there that may or may not be tied to present circumstances. And if you can let them out or have a good cry or a good like anger fest or something, it will take a huge amount of pressure off. Yes. And sometimes the way to access those feelings is to watch a movie that makes you cry or read a book or listen to music that touches you. Or sometimes sex can help you touch like parts of your emotional state that other things, sometimes music, sometimes sex, sometimes yoga, exercise, yes. yoga. Yeah. can really help you access what you can't access in your daily life. And sometimes a movie, like put on the joy Luck club or whatever gets you because it doesn't matter what's pulling it out of you. I promise you, if you can have a good cry or a good emotion release mm -hmm. catharsis, then it will ease some of your anxiety and depression.
Oh, that's so good. Well, and we've talked about this before, the way that we process not only the feelings, but the thoughts associated with those feelings matters when we're looking at anxiety and, and depression. And I think that Absolutely. this is such an important time to be having this conversation because so many of us need to hear this right now. So many of us don't know what we're doing. So we'll stifle, we'll push it down. Yeah. So, I don't have time for this. I have to leave my family. They're all counting on me. Everyone else is an idiot anyway. I'm the only one that knows how to do anything. I mean, I do feel that way. <laughs> I mean, not you, like other people. Just for you, it's real. I know. But it's like, so just really tuning in and allowing the space to, to have those moments. And that brings clarity, right? Those moments bring clarity. And yeah. that's what we're looking for. Yeah. But we, and I want your opinions on how you manage your business when this is all occurring or what recommendations you would have for someone out there who's trying to stay engaged with their yeah. community, stay engaged with, with yeah. selling and not, not recoiling or coiling, you know, yeah. Holding there's, back two, there's two issues that I can, that I want to answer to that. One is if you have the ability to make money, if you have a business where you can continue to sell whatever you sell, please make money. Our economy needs you. Oh, there yeah. are a lot of people who are still making money and still doing fine and want to spend money and have extra time on their hands and they're shopping extra and they're um, suffering in various ways and they're trying to solve their problems, like help the people. There is nothing wrong. If you can make money, please make the fucking money. If you're a bartender and you can't, I'm not talking to you. Right. I'm talking to the other people who can, yes. and we need you to serve our economy. So any guilt that you have about selling, about making money, about prospering, about doing well, you need to set it aside because the world needs you to succeed right now. Okay. Oh, yes. Keep going. Preach it sister. Because so that's what I want you to know first. That's what's holding a lot of my clients back is just some sort of fear of being selfish or they're trying to change their business plan because now they have to like serve people with coronavirus or whatever. And I'm like, uh, maybe sometimes that's appropriate. Probably maybe not for some of them. Some of them it is. You need to really consider. And, um, so that's, that's that. But on a practical side, it's just more difficult to do business right now. And mm -hmm. by that, I mean, I have a kid in the other room and I'm trying to manage and like, I'm like, I have extra anxiety and like extra things to do. And it's hard, like my schedule's off. So I have to use extra willpower and brain power to keep myself on schedule. You know, it's really, it's taxing a lot of our emotional resources which running a business for my clients is very emotionally taxing. And yes, and, yes. and in fact, that's kind of my, that's what I do for my clients is I really help them manage the emotional side so that they can run their business from a place of strength. That's kind of, that's my thing. And so, because it's so taxing and so it's harder now. And so here's what I want you to know is, it's okay for it to be harder, for you to be more unfocused, for you to be anxious, for you to be panicked, for you to worry, for you to be distracted by what are the newest statistics? What are people saying? Who are they? Who's out? Who's out there? Who's out in the world? 
who's gathering, you know, yes. like <laughs> who's still open, what's happening, right. you know, it's, it's a lot to manage. And so it's very taxing, but here's what I want you to know is you can make a million dollars on a half managed mind. So if you need to be like freaking out and scattered and weird 75% of the day, it's fine. Just get your shit together for an hour and do your work in the hour. Right. Yes. Like we're yeah. not like just produce what you can. Right. I went through a period. I'm, I was made for this. Let me tell you, I went through a period a few years ago where my brain was broken and I'm very, I, literally I could function or focus or serve for 10 or 20 minutes every three or four days. Right. Right. So I just did the best I could when my brain was online and then I fucking scattered and laid in bed the rest of the time. If yes. that's what you have to do right now, it's okay. Yes. Just when you're online, when you're awake, when you're available, because you even quit telling yourself that you're freaking out all the time. You're not. You have some times during the day when you're fine. Yes. During those times, get your work done. Yes. Oh. This is, you know, I just, just drop the mic, just throw it across the room oh. Boom! because this is exactly the conversation we need to have. This is what we need to hear. Talk, sister. Like you can get it done. You can make your money. You can serve your people. You don't have to be perfect. Yes. Even though we really like to be perfect, right? Ha ha. Right. Yes. Um, do we, do we, I mean, do you like any of the perfect ones? <laughs> no! they're so boring yes i mean with my manicured face and life and no right this Ooh, is reality awesome. this is what we are living in today this is what it looks like normally i have theo walking by with scissors kitchen shears like this is the way it goes Listen, I was on a call this morning at 8.15, actually. My son comes in in his tidy blue panties, undies, not panties, and don't mind me, I just have to get something, and then he's out. I'm like, this is it. This is what we have, and we're all in it together. So, like, as I'm doing interviews and Theo's climbing, no one says any, I mean, this is the reality. This what, yeah. And the more kindness and goodness we can put out to, to ourselves and to others, I think the better off we'll be. Oh, for sure. Oh, Sarah, I'm so grateful. Okay, so if people can find you at yes. sarahyost.com, you are the coaches, coaches with the mostest. That was supposed to come out so much better. But, yeah, I feel like we could have a dance. I, I think we're going to do a dance party next. Yeah. This will be a party time. Yeah. Um, dance party central. And then you, and you're also on the Facebooks. I'm on the Facebook. My Facebook page is Sarah Yost coaching. And then I'm not great about posting on my page. So you can just friend me too, Sarah Yost. Because you have the most hy hysterical post that everybody needs to Thanks. watch and helpful post and beautifully moving post. Sarah, I'm so grateful for your time. Oh, I'm so grateful I for you. Love Thanks it. for doing this for the people. It's so useful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to stop recording and then I'm going to. Okay. Say.